I got this shirt at Zara. It's like denim, uh, which I'm into. It's yeah. I I'm, I dig it. I just need a bigger chain. You're also welcome to raid the clothes box. You're welcome to be a shadow legend on my clothes boxes and wherever they are. Welcome to Sad Boys, a podcast about feelings and other things also. I'm Jarvis. I'm Jordan. That was cool. That pause was downright yeah. pregnant. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I impregnated you all with that. That is an eight month term pause right there. <laughs> yeah. It's almost ready I'm to show. pop. <laughs> yeah, I'm show- Oh my God, wait. <laughs> Can we talk about. So, um, so this is not something that is on our agenda for today, but you, when you said that, I have to mention Big Sean and Janae Iko, friends of the show. <laughs> they are expecting. And Big Sean has been posting on Instagram, you know, these cute photos of them both. Mm. And the captions on the photos are so funny. Let me, let me send you. <laughs> okay. Um, are you able to get on your Instagram, Jordan? Can mm-hmm. I just send this to you via yeah, Instagram? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was allowed, my, my, my mom gave me access to Instagram again because I was. Okay, good. great. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. You've only got 10 minutes, so use your time wisely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude. It's, do you want to describe it? Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Big Sean, clearly a fan of your merch, is wearing your merch in jacket form. <laughs> right, true, actually. Uh, yeah, I didn't even a, notice that. A tasteful skinny tie. Um, his His baby mama is in... I, Janae I Iko, know, like a satin dress, satin dress. Yeah, she she looks gorgeous. She looks, looks beautiful. Awesome. They, both I don't know look, what it is. they both look incredible. They both look the amazing. Caption, the caption is the only reason this is notable to me. It is just finna pop, <laughs> finna pop, <laughs> finna pop. It's finna pop, and then it's this. <laughs> it's oh. this emoji, which implies that Big Shot is going to catch the baby. Yeah, it's gonna <laughs> pop it like projectile. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna <laughs> pop out of her, and I'm gonna catch it as Big Sean. <laughs> Big Sean um, with a football helmet on it, the opposite side of the birthing room. Yeah, it just doesn't like it. And also, oh, it's a Corvette jacket. Like the second so photo sick. is really sick. Um, I mean, the, I I like Big Sean. I don't know if he has any controversies or anything, but I quite like Big Sean. Obviously, he's like a little corny, a little cheesy, and so am I. Um, so love is love is music. Have for a long time. Love Janae. Janae Aiko's music. Love them together. Beautiful couple. Hilarious captions, Big Sean. Why are you doing this? this so Here's the sick. other one. Here's the other one that I want to send you. I typed in Horden. <laughs> Horden. Excuse Horden you. Adika. <laughs> yeah. So this one. <laughs> so this one, Big Sean is in a nice Burberry shirt. Janae Aiko is looking very lovely in a dress that I can only describe as uh, fancy curtains. <laughs> it looks like uh, the the veil of a wedding gown, but the whole dress. The whole dress, yeah. Uh, but they look awesome. Again, it's not about how they look. They're at a baby shower, and Big Sean's caption is, Nothing more creative than creating a creation. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then this emoji again. <laughs> Like, I love that one of the pictures yeah. uh they're surrounded by the balloons but, but also just a just a NASA rocket ship. 
why is that there? <laughs> it looks cool. I mean, he's, he's like, we're about to blast off. We're about to pop, baby. I'm about to pop into space. <laughs> we're about to pop into space. And is uh, this real? Is that a real card? Proud Dad. It looks like it's chopped. It look. It looks like a license plate. Um, we're gonna have to send these to Austin. Oh, are yeah. you are you good to yeah? yeah. yeah, yeah. So. My favorite part about this caption, nothing more creative than creating a creation, is that to Big Sean, having a baby is the ultimate collab. Yeah. <laughs> New baby. It's Wake like, up, babe. Yo, we, this is, we kind of popped literally on this one. This, we kind of popped off. My, my wife popped off on this baby. My wife popped off on this baby. <laughs> Firing and then the it directly emoji, into my open arms. The other emoji, and maybe this is where the NASA rocket comes in. Is the black heart emoji, which could be interpreted as just a heart, I guess. Um, and then the world. <laughs> the world emoji. And I don't know how that comes into it. They collabed on it. Right. Oh, he's and referencing going, uh, God. The Holy Trinity. Oh, nothing more creative, right? The, the ultimate Nothing more collab. creative than creating a creation. The That's earth true. featuring Jesus and the Holy Ghost. Truth. Um, well, anyway, that was a fun way to to start us off i you said pop and then i couldn't un remember that uh anyway yeah incredible post perfect opportunity i was thinking the other day do you think i could what do you think the reaction would be if either or one of us let's say it's 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 you because you've had a uh you've been visible for a much longer amount of time right so the deception would be even more impressive if in one of your videos, live streams, probably a live stream that would make the most sense, you just had like a wife and child come in briefly. <laughs> and like a yeah. six-year-old. And I like, You're like- Oh, like, no, sorry. Daddy's I like busy. push them out of a stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's, or, or you finish, you think you finish the stream, but you accidentally leave oh, right. it running. I end it, and then my, my wife <sighs> walks in, and walks my, in my child- and then, yeah, I, I we have a longing embrace. <laughs> a longing embrace. It's like, how was fifth grade? <laughs> how was fifth grade? You're like, Dad, I got into middle school. <laughs> do, do you love me doing the me? math? It's like, or when did he have this kid? This doesn't add up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hold on. Um, it's speaking Jordan. of having a kid, which I don't have one. Good luck proving um, I I wanted to talk about I have a I have a lot of anxieties. Um, one of which is I can't seem to like I get anxious watching Netflix alone. I'll explain that at some other time. But it's a weird. I You're think worried about the sustainability ADHD. of the streaming model, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like it really. I mean, they just burn so much money and they oh. keep killing their best shows. Look at what they've done to the cinema. <laughs> but. One thing that came up recently that I was like, oh, this is just a weird oddity about my personality that I want to share with the world for some reason, is that sometimes I get anxious about sending a particular message or, or talking to a particular person, and I will like delete the conversation thread so that I don't have to see it, yeah. so yeah. that I so that it like doesn't exist in my brain, kind of like out of sight, out of mind. If I get a message back, I get a message back. Like if I'm asking someone out like on a date like i meet somebody at a party or something and i get their instagram or their number and then i'm like hey do you want to get a coffee sometime like that kind of thing i can't bear staring at like every time i see like the text of me like 
making the ask and getting True, not yeah. getting a response, I feel what's the word? Embarrassment, secondhand embarrassment for myself. Firsthand yeah. embarrassment, but I think it's called. The guy that is being yeah. cringe. This theoretical Which is like, me. Person, yeah, this yeah. guy. How dare you ask somebody out for coffee? <laughs> and uh, how dare you think that that was a thing that you should do? This so isn't how I couples just, start. They come out fully no, formed. They pop. No, they pop. World. <laughs> and they take over the world, baby. <laughs> Nothing more creative. <laughs> Nothing more creative. Um, and so I did that recently and I like literally like sent somebody a message that was that message. And then I deleted the conversation and I like restricted them on Instagram so I wouldn't get a notification when I blocked if they deleted phone yeah, I number blocked moved. <laughs> Wiped yeah. my phone, moved. I I will do that sometimes. Like sometimes Wait, I one? will <laughs> sometimes I will like unmatch people on a dating app. Okay. Out because I because I sent a risky message. And the risky message is like like the the example that's coming to mind is I said in that we were like sort of riffing bits back and forth and I was like so are you going to ask me out or not like as a joke mm -hmm. and that was probably fine to say but because I felt so anxious about it I just deleted the I unmatched the person <laughs> because I was like I'm feel I feel cringe and I can't bear the thought of someone else experiencing me being cringe so and i don't think it would have been cringe if they had like responded immediately but because they hadn't responded i was like never mind <laughs> never mind <laughs> on this entire interaction i have I the take answer it back and in fact i don't exist yeah. <laughs> yeah so which one of us is gonna ask the other one out actually i know and it's not me or you mm. And my name was different, and I'm getting married. Goodbye. Yeah, son. it's like, and, I, and then she's probably thinking like, "Oh, where did that guy go?" Or she's not thinking that at all. But it, I, I fear that somebody's gonna be like, "Oh, where did that guy go?" And then the answer is, "I was too embarrassed, and so I took myself out of the equation." <laughs> uh, I mean, it's understandable. I have um, a lot of, and something people should know actually, by the way, if they want to. Uh, emulate and i think it's perfectly healthy to remove the text thread for example yeah um if people want to do that don't worry that it is archived on icloud if you needed like messages or something you can just yeah save yourself some energy and also like the fbi has it bulk. As well. yeah yeah check in i've got access <laughs> to it yeah um, you've got access i've got access chris from fbi surveillance <laughs> has it yeah, what's up man? chris Hey, what's up? Uh, you free this weekend? Still destabilizing a Central American country, or you want to send me some of those texts? What's yeah, because when you're back from that, dude, we should <laughs> we should watch the big game. <laughs> <laughs> the big game. The big game. I'm mad about hot it. wings. <laughs> Have a slice of Americana. Um, uh, after depriving another country of its own culture. <laughs> yeah, after importing a new drug we've never heard I of. I guess it's not the SBI, usually. Usually it's, it's a, a more, CIA. you know, CIA, but same difference. Collab. Featuring. <laughs> Collab. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Big Sean Janae Aiko. Yeah. Nothing more creative. That's why the world <laughs> emoji, because the FBI rules yeah. all. There is nothing more creative than uh, a global cabal of creating a new. White supremacy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say creating a new government for <laughs> for a country. Yeah. You know, just a collab with Bolsonaro just dropped. <laughs> oh my god! New nation. Oh yo, well, speaking of world politics, I just want to say I can't believe we lost another big one. 
Can't oh believe we lost God. another queen. Gone First too the soon. queen. Forty-four days later, two Liz we lost down. Liz Trust. Two Liz is down, two dude. Liz is down. The Liz, dude, we're smoking on that Liz pack. We have, <laughs> we have a hundred percent Liz fatality rate in power. <laughs> oh no! Right now, in terms of power, yeah, yeah. Now, like Liz Trust is still alive. Trust. I mean, you know, I guess, but <laughs> what is life after that? <laughs> yeah, an L of this scale. <laughs> yeah, who do I trust? <laughs> who can I trust after this? Liz, me to die. Uh, I guess we should g- explain, because this one, I feel like the queen, everybody knew what was going on, but, but this one's a little bit, you, you gotta be tuned in to the BBC to know a thing or two. You gotta really uh, respect the process. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be a Liz head like me. Yeah. Um, yeah, we should say, okay, um, uh, <laughs> well, I was gonna say a little this while ago, Brit- but British about corner. 46 days ago, as of the time we're <laughs> yeah. recording this, uh, to the day. A uh, conservative MP named Liz Truss took over power after uh, Boris's exiting of the Tory party, a.k.a. the Conservative Party in the UK, and has now, as of two days ago, three days ago when recording this, ended electively, but also kind of being pushed out by the Tory party. It, yeah, I was going to say, that kind of seems like, yeah, because that's what happened term. with Boris, too, because uh, he was yeah, like... I mean, it's... So the, the, the beautiful thing about, <laughs> about like... Uh, British electoral politics is that there's so much. I mean, contrast this against January sixth committee. Contrast it against the uh, 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 any attempt to uh, like instigate some accountability for the the Trump administration. It's so funny that in both of these cases, the thing that ultimately in in British politics that you can get ousted for is bad vibes. Like you can, yeah. you can do something so, so against social decorum that you have to stop <laughs> yeah. being. Prime I felt that in my bones because ultimately yeah. it's not like. Well, in part of it was going against like the policy of tax cuts that Liz Truss wanted to bring in dropped her approval rating down to four percent. Very funny. That's such it's, a low percentage. It's shockingly low percentage. I actually <laughs> did not know that approval percentages could weird. get that. Could, Single digit is weird, right? That's <laughs> yeah. It just it feels like a mistake. <laughs> Let me just check that exact rate. I feel like even like people who just go off. I don't know. Like I feel like I'm trying to think of a famously unpopular character. Um, it's I feel like serial right killers one. have a higher approval rating. <laughs> Um, Serial killers have, have like stands and stuff. Oh, it was eighty percent disapproval. Okay, she might have got to thirteen percent. All right, it's a bit vague because there's like I mean, it sounds like national a census up, actually. and there's, there's some bullshit. Congrats. Um, but you know, hey, pop off. Nothing more creative than taking a huge L. Um, but like between Boris Johnson, um, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, and he, uh, the fuck? What's wrong with my brain? Dude, I've been having it too. Uh, oh, it's, it's a little bit of a cheeky name. Uh, uh Dominic Cummings. This is where he pressed the, like, auga button. <laughs> <laughs> so Dominic Cummings was uh, the former chief advisor to the prime minister. This is during COVID. And he basically, I won't go into the details, but he right after lockdown went 
uh, super hardcore. After that shit was locked down, you know what I mean? Yeah. After it was, after it was about ready to pop, he <laughs> uh, notoriously visited family. He was traveling on the road, which he was not allowed to do. Only in the mm. sky. And he uh, the, <laughs> got the UK equivalent of cancelled, which is just... <laughs> A scowl? Mm-mm. No. Uh, no, no, no. Like, just the... Again, bad vibes. He effectively just gave such bad vibes that he was also pushed out. Like, this, this shit... This, the number of... And not to get, like, overly heavy, the number of war criminals and sex offenders in US, like, politics... That basically yeah. could just get out of that conversation by just like taking a vacation to Cabo for two weeks and waiting right. till the news cycle goes away. Yeah. I want to remind everyone, Boris Johnson spent the vast majority of his journalist career up until and including when he was mayor of London writing articles about how people in hijabs can't be trusted. That was like his yeah. whole career. Got ousted for going to a party when yeah, you weren't allowed to. Because you can do whatever you want. You could be a xenophobe, a racist criminal anything what you cannot yeah. do is go against the social you can't be impolite when yeah, you say i get in tea with the vicar you turn up all right that's wild you bring milk you bring sugar you do not slip it's just like such a funny little thing to get in trouble for and liz trust there was like policy reasons for her to pull out awful approval ratings all of that but ultimately right. it was just cringe like, it was bad <laughs> yeah. vibes, and the, the Tory party is just like, ew, bad vibes. <laughs> you're actually, you're failing the vibe check right now. You Could you the please go? Check. The flavor's off on this one. Uh, we're about ready to pop. It was, uh, <laughs> hey, man, maybe, maybe I was boring talking about politics, cut it if so, but peace out. Two lizards in the sky. Li two lizards in the sky <laughs> with diamonds. <laughs> R.I.P. Bozo. Two lizards in the sky <laughs> with Time. Oh. Okay, but she, again, she is alive. This is in reference to power, her power. She is alive. Though, doesn't she continue to make like a hundred grand a year for like the rest of her life? Of year, yeah, oh my god, that's wild, dude. Which that's wild. Kind of sick. The best, <laughs> the most lucrative forty-four days of all time. That's so funny. It's, it's so funny. And what's great is her term was cut short, so it's like, okay, I guess she lost access to a job that's notoriously hated by everyone that's ever done it. You get yeah. all the benefits of it, and this weird social stigma will go away in like six hours, because there yeah. is no like archiving of like political figures. Like, no, if if a politician uh, or a prime, former prime minister has not been prime minister for like five years, they just don't get to mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. like, nobody <laughs> right, talks about right. David Cameron. Nobody talks about Gordon Brown. Nobody, like these names might even be new to you, right? Like they are just no, no, no. Yeah, they disappear yeah, yeah. I know into David Cameron. Ether, right? Yeah, it and it is just. It's so sly that honestly, primo, 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 dude. This is like doing it's, a really, it, really bad uh, ad placement on a YouTube video that pops off so bad you just never have to make content ever again. Yeah, it's like I mean, it was weird it's, it's how George Bush was video. like. George Bush was like a terrible president and like started the Iraq War and like destabilized the entire Middle East and uh, and then. And and then left and was like, I like to paint. And everybody was like, we kind of love this little wow, guy. That's so silly. We need to return to proper Republicans like George Bush. Yeah. It's like the fact that, you know, that is unironically something that people kind so of good. say now is, is very weird. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we need to return to uh, classical Republicanism, which is just when, like, you believe and do all the same things, but you wear, like, a nicer suit. Mm -hmm. Although you keep in shape. 
<laughs> yeah, as it. long as you're not wearing that brown suit that Obama wore that one time. <laughs> oh, don't even uh, remind me. Yeah. We you know, stood really, next to those scary lights. We, he like nearly got impeached for that shit. <laughs> I remember when, when uh, Biden was at scary light. <laughs> yeah, we had that. Oh, that was like not that long ago. And I feel like it's already. Yeah. Do you remember the caravan that Trump was? A, he was like, all the immigrants are coming to the border and it's going to be bedlam. It, it's going to be bedlam. It's going to pop, he said. It's going to pop. It's going <laughs> to pop the border in two. And it's going to be a flood of, you know, non, non, what, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a term that they use. I was just going to say, <laughs> well, none that I want to say. <laughs> yeah, none that I want to say. Like, they're all so bad. I told you about the time uh, I was like, I just referred to myself as an immigrant in an Uber in LA and this like 20 year old kid that was driving it was just like, oh, but like you've got papers and stuff, right? Like the term oh immigrant god. was to him. Oh my god. This is, I That's mean, so wild. 2019. And the kid but was still. like, he was my age or younger. He was like a 22 yeah. year old African American dude, right on otherwise. We've been talking about like, bullshit trump stuff and he i completely aligned with him and then he just dropped that and i'm like wow this is not even so if you were like you i don't, don't i don't have papers people. is he gonna take you to the police yeah, <laughs> like, he's like, like taking, what is it uh, actually he's like, papers please <laughs> papers please <laughs> takes off his mask <laughs> yeah it's like actually i'm an immigration officer <laughs> um that's wild actually. bizarre and i didn't even get like mad because it doesn't come from a place of malice obviously but i also it's, it's just such a, it's, it's such a like small priority, I guess, but, but the, the discourse or whatever is talking about just like, and also I don't get ascribed the term immigrant because I'm like legally white. You know what I mean? Yeah, like people yeah, are just yeah, like, yeah. oh, well, it's you like, know, these, it's you, could immigrant. An, you could be an illegal, quote unquote, illegal immigrant from the UK and people would be like, let him in. He's just on an extended vacation. Yeah. That is like he's the, lost his way. The most common, uh, oh, like expat. By the way, expat is oh, just right. white. Yeah, a term, a, a term for white people. Yeah, they they get to be expats. That's if yeah. you're uh, an immigrant and you make over seventy thousand dollars a year, you're allowed to call <laughs> yeah. yourself an expat. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, it's so fucking surreal, man. Yeah. Um, and it's frustrating because it is something I benefit from, right? Like it's not. It's, oh, for sure. It's, yeah. It's stigma that like helps me. It's nice that the guy was surprised that in his mind I didn't have papers, you know. He wasn't mm -hmm, driving to mm -hmm. the, the cops by default. So for this episode, we've amassed a bunch of pen pals and we wanted to go through them for the rest of the episode. But first, I wanted to talk a little bit about Mario Kart, um, which is an institution as old as time at this point. And I in my old age, have decided that I want to get good at Mario Kart. I don't know what has sparked this interest. Mario Kart and Mario Party, two games that I feel like I don't play as an adult. Sure. I, I want to like have friends over and host a little party where we're playing old Mario games. Yeah, and absolutely dominate. Yeah, Absolutely Children? crush my <laughs> stupid friends. I, wanna, yeah, I, I do want to get good enough to crush my stupid friends. I remember when... I remember when, um, <laughs> when it's been, so there, there is a, it's been, um, in high school, Russell and I were scheduled to take the PSAT, like the practice SAT test. And we didn't go to school. <laughs> we skipped school. And instead we went to Russell's house and we ordered Domino's pizza and we played Mario party all day. 
that is like the most hardcore shit I feel like I've ever done in my life. And I cannot, I don't know what, like why we did that, but <laughs> it worked out. Um, like we had to take the pre-SAT or the pre-ACT, which is called the plan test, I think. Did but anyway, no, it will SAT versus ACT. They're like two different standardized tests that are both used for like college admissions. Oh. They're the same type of test, but have different scales. I think the ACT goes up to 36. Um, the SAT is out of 1600. Um, so yeah, uh, depending on the era, the SAT yeah, is out of 1600. I didn't do it. It was anyway. too easy. I didn't want to do it. Yeah, they're pretty easy. I feel so, so different country. <laughs> so I don't know. I just wanted to say that. Um, that was your bad boy phase. Say? In, in your what? bad boy era? In my bad boy era, yeah, dude, that was pretty. I'm trying to get back to that, basically. Like that was maybe <laughs> when I was the coolest. Well, now, yeah, because now we have more agency over not doing stuff. We're That's so we're true. completely allowed to not go to school if you know what the I mean. amount of plan. In fact, they would not like it if I showed up at school. <laughs> get really pissed. They Fine, really I'll go play Mario were... Party. I guess. Sir? <laughs> yeah, they esc they escort me out every morning. I try to go. <laughs> Um, I <laughs> don't do that. Okay, melee. that's a joke. God, that sounds horrible. Um, all right, pen pals. The, oh, you know what? I think it would be cool if we had like a pen pal jingle. What if Yo. people like submitted? I don't. I don't know how I feel about. Like it would be if 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 anyone felt like it submitting a jingle for a pen pal that we might use. Yes, I like that. That could be nice. Um, but yeah, emphasis on if you if you feel like it, if, if the you vibes feel like are like I don't want to yeah I don't want to like make people like do free labor. You know what I mean? Yeah, hey man. But if you if you enjoy it, if you want to be wacky and fun, and maybe we'll play a couple of them. If a few come in, we'll we'll yeah maybe rotate and then find more. We ourselves. will play them if you send it. We will play them. So there's at least that. Um, be my text tone. I'll play it at my funeral. <laughs> so we have three or four years, but you'll hear it soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be yeah. Um. Oh shit! I hope that's not foreshadowing. <laughs> if so, yeah, this uh, it was yeah. Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, no. Yo, I got a pen pal for you. Oh. I'll email this in for us. You're right like, now. you're like, I got a pen pal for you. <laughs> One of these. I got a pal for you right here. <laughs> a knuckle sa sandwich. Email. Knuckle pal. Uh, by the way, if people want to send a pen pal, you can do so at sadboyspod at gmail.com. If you want, if I said, if you want. Stop, if you want, stop punching the keyboard in an attempt to write something you don't want to write. <laughs> uh, I mean, if somebody wants to do that, if somebody sends us an email that they didn't tell us they punched, Ow, that's like how they wrote it. That would be very funny. But don't do it, obviously. Except do it. it's fine. Uh, let me pull these bad fellas up. I got some pens for you, pal. <laughs> pin, pin me up, that. pal. That nope, don't like that. Um, I'm cute. <laughs> pal, pal me up, pin. Do you want to? Um, we can have a break. <laughs> I think I need a technical difficulties. 15, 20 minutes, couple of hours. Tell me about the pals that we have that we share. Pen, Gillette. Tell me about Pen and Teller, our pals. Uh, there's a lot of good ones. I mean, people have been. I tell you what. People have been sending in a lot of pen pals, and they are really great, and people should keep doing it. Um, there's one really, really short one here that I actually just popped at the top because we kind of talked about it, but I don't know, two weeks ago, or yeah, whatever that last episode let's was. Let's knock them out. Let's... But, um, hey, could you, they, they said not to say their name, but, um, this, you'll know who you are, you little devil. Mm -hmm. Hey, could you guys, uh, parentheses, boys, either's fine, um, 
talk about friend breakups, going through a recent separation of friends, and it sucks. Thanks for all you do. Nice things I don't want to say out loud. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, yeah, we can talk about that. Uh, we kind of did, did. Did we? So yeah, we had that uh, pen pals from Anya. 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 Uh, yeah. Shout out to Anya. A couple weeks ago, uh, asking about kind of kind of tangentially related to this. Between she had a friend that kind of distanced themselves, and she wasn't sure why, and she was holding some guilt there. It's this is I think yeah. different enough to still talk about, but it's just I think it's an interesting trend because I think I've seen another pen pals with a similar topic, maybe even a few. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it is a little bit of an epidemic. I think there is like a yeah a a trend of communities fizzling lately. I've, in fact, a friend of mine is struggling with the exact same thing. As of like a mm. week ago, we were talking about it. There is just something in the air, or at least people being more vocal about it. I don't know. Yeah, people being more vocal about it. I think I think it is ultimately a good thing because this sort of communication, this sort of clear communication about boundaries and wants and needs. I don't feel was as common when I was growing up. You know what I mean? Not yet. Like, not at all. I, I mean, feel like more, if you. It's more common tomorrow than it is today. And it's more common today than it was yesterday. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Progress of progress. Yeah. And so. Did, did you have. um, uh, Did you have friendships that kind of dissolved because you wanted to communicate more about that kind of stuff? I have some friends where it was sort of a brick wall. Like I wanted to be that kind of person. I mean, like the last five years. I I, I think for me, no. I think fortunately, I mean, when I was in high school and I wasn't in therapy and I had like a lot of undiagnosed like mental health things that I didn't know how to cope with, I was bad about not taking it out on friends, but looking to... So I needed somewhere to put that energy and I needed support and I didn't know how to ask for it. And so I think I put some friends in the position of overwhelm because of my undiagnosed anxieties and things like that. Um, In adulthood, I kind of can clock when friends can't engage in certain, certain arenas and I don't put that on them i kind of try to let the relationships be what they are and if i don't want to i think that i just naturally gravitate towards the people who kind of make me feel like i can be my whole self around them rather than people who i feel like i need to hold back um certain aspects of my personality you know the good or the bad and obviously the goal is never to put a bunch of stuff onto onto your friends but feeling like you can't be a human like I, I, I've never, I've never expressed anything emotional to a good friend of mine, Eddie Burback, friend of the show. And the other day, he was like, he texted me, and I was like, dude, with full transparency, I am having a rough mental health day. I would love to do that. That sounds lovely. I am confining myself to my bed right now and trying to like pass the day. You know what I mean? I'm trying mm-hmm. to like move on to the next one. And he was extremely supportive about it. Uh, and it was a moment where, you know, I was one very flattered and I think I was very like grateful to have him as a friend. Um, even though I, I'm not one to take advantage of that usually, like I'm usually because I have those experiences in the past, I am very slow to open up about my needs. I usually am like, okay, I have therapy. I have doctor, I have other places that I can get this help. Um, but trying to find that boundary 
I guess I think that the people who you want to be around, there's a lot more space for you to be yourself than you're giving yourself credit for. True. And if and 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 people grow apart. Uh, and most of my relationships with friends ending, I would say, do the slow fizzle, where you just like suddenly haven't talked for like five yeah, years. Yeah, the like um, erosion, right? That's yeah. Or even having like any of the sh same shared experiences, like all of my. I just didn't maintain any friendships from after I moved. So like after I finished yeah. college, 21, moved 3,000 miles away or whatever, and I just mm -hmm. never maintained those. But that, I think, is part because those weren't my people in the same way. Exactly. Like I moved and maintained friendships over, you know, even as somebody that's never in either country more than two months now, I maintained the friendships that matter to me the most because... A, they matter the most because those connections are the deepest, but they're also like the most intuitive, which is how they mm -hmm. got the deepest. I mean, your, your Eddie right. example is good. And I would say that really anybody I'm close to, I'm close to because on those days, which, yeah, the last couple of weeks have had a lot of those, I can, I have no anxiety about saying that. I don't mm -hmm. think that I will, uh, uh, the people I'm closest to know that I'm being sincere because some people in the past, honestly, I have ex expressed things to like that, like that before. And they have, though not saying it out loud because these people were not good communicators, uh, have just sort of been like, mm, he's avoiding me. He's, there's something he's not saying. And the problem is, is you can't say what you're not saying. You need people that they yeah. need to pass the vibe check. They need to trust you and understand what you are trying to communicate and take the emotional burden off of you um the only friendships that i think only casual friendships i've maintained are people that i've just like like in an office like people that i've like, like yeah. that, that mid-level of connection low to mid-level of connection are people that i would right. see every day anyway um and then like two people that i went to college with because after we both separated in lives and then I came back to the UK for a little bit and we were in communication because it was COVID and just reaching out to people. We realized that we had both evolved into the kind of people that were comfortable having those conversations independently. Right. And now that's big too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, you know, coming back with new haircuts, right? Post, post glow up. Oh my God. It's summer vacations over and look at Brad. He's ripped. This is yeah. awesome. So, um, let me see. Was there a specific question about it? I think just talking about it. it uh, yeah. So they're going through yeah, a recent the, separation of friends, and it sucks. Um, it it does, and I uh, maybe this is too blanket a statement, but um, uh, divorce is never bad news. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, I mean, it kind of It kind of it's one of those life lessons that you kind of have to take what's there for you rather than focus on what's lost. Right? Like focus on what you have, not like what you don't. And, uh, and trust that you have the capacity to get it again elsewhere. Right? Yeah, and there's the nothing to fix. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing to, you know, like everyone on this planet is going to find it has the capacity to find their people. And so, if you've gone through a friend separation, that's a unfortunately sudden way to go about this thing. But you know, your people are out there, and um, you'll know when you found them. Because you I found hope, one. I think. Yeah. And I know we said this last time as well, but the same thing applies for romantic relationships, right? Yeah. Of, of, uh, of any type. It's not, 
a breakup is always the right thing for at least one of the parties, which means it's the right thing for both of the parties. You shouldn't try and like preserve a relationship where you're not mutually appreciated and you shouldn't try and duct tape a friendship together that one person's not being enthusiastic about. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. I think surround yourself with like people who enthusiastically want to be around you. Yeah. Uh, Austin right. just... Uh, <laughs> I'm sending sending Austin the uh, the Big Sean post. <laughs> he just saw them. Um, let's uh, let's move on and let's try to get through a couple. Actually, I want to try to start knocking some of these out. Uh, I am seeing what's like the most. This one's not too long. This one's pretty straightforward. I think we can. Yeah. Uh, hi. Hi. Hello. Okay. Uh, um, I don't really know what to say. Oh, okay. No worries. Uh, <laughs> we can anyway. Next time, <laughs> bells. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know what to say, so I'm just gonna ask my question. You can read this on the podcast. Oh shit, that's good. <laughs> that was that was a close one. Uh, <laughs> so I'm African American and biracial, black and white. Don't believe the hype. <laughs> hmm, Did you get your race card from Travis? <laughs> and, oh, and I live in East Africa. I'm in high school, and so basically here, people consider me white. Uh, parentheses, like, completely 100% white, even though I'm 50-50. It gets really tiring to try and defend my race slash ethnicity and the fact that I'm actually both and usually identify as black. Honestly, up until I was 8 or 9, I considered myself brown. So anyways, should I even care what they think? Should I keep trying to convince people? And how should I try and deal with the identity crisis of living in a place with mainly white people when I visit America and being considered... Hold on. And being considered How black. should I try to, to try to deal with the identity crisis of living in a place with mainly white people when... Because, like, he's America. basically saying in America he's considered black in, white, in, in, in this East African high school that he's at. Yeah. Uh, because of different like racial dynamics he's considered sure. white which is because of the fact that like, race is like a fake concept yeah to exactly. oppress people and, you know, that's, you're always yeah. gonna be the one that's easiest to oppress yeah uh, and it's also high school where like people are just not nuanced about stuff yeah and, you know and don't this is a shitty situation like i'm i it sucks that you're going through this and i think that it will become less of an apparent thing when you're like when you when you sort of are out of high school and sort of becoming yeah. an adult, because I do. Like I cannot directly relate to this, Jordan. I want to hear your opinion, of course. But I, being a biracial, you know, half black, half white person who doesn't know the white dad, didn't know he had a white dad, <laughs> um, <laughs> grew up grew up black, you know, was always asked in elementary school and stuff. It's like, are you mixed? Oh, oh, you're light skin. Oh, you're mixed. Like, what are you mixed with? Like that kind of thing. Um, versus just kind of being like, oh, you know, my, uh, it's like people with my skin tone could be, you know, three generations deep of like having the skin tone. Cause you know, uh, white slave owners, like, yeah. <laughs> like, add yeah, I've been hearing about slaves. that. Huh? Yeah. They were, they were doing and, something rather. Yeah. And so I think that like being culturally black, there's nothing wrong with that but kids are younger people without the presence of mind and the context really try to 
I don't know. They just have no filter. And so they're like, you're different than me. I need yeah. to classify. I need to classify the differences. And they're always going to err on the side of othering. Because like yeah. Yeah, classifying difference, they, they will go as minute as they need to. They will go down oh, to yeah. the like fraction. Because they're looking for everything that's not super because, homogenous. Because other, cause this even happens in homogenous cultures. You know, it's like, it could, it could be down to, you know, the caste that your family's in. It could yes. be down to, like, there's just so many different ways to differentiate people. And unfortunately, as humans, like, I think that it's in our nature to kind of t divide ourselves for whatever reason. We love genre, um, yeah. One thing that I wanted to say in addition to this is that when I um, went from elementary school to middle school, the middle school I went to was in a different side of town. And Gainesville was very, like, sort of de facto. Like, it was... Um, redlined so like the all the black people lived mm -hmm. on one side of town and all the white people lived on the other side of town and that, that was also that more affluent area of town so that was a coincidence yeah who knew <laughs> what, a, what a weird freaky thing what's that so keep when I, happening yeah everywhere um when i went to middle school i was around way more white people i knew like one white guy named david um in elementary school that was the only white guy i knew and um, and so when people told me I talked white growing up, and we've talked about this in the podcast before, I genuinely, I was like, I don't know where I got it. Cause I barely know any white. I only know David. <laughs> like, <laughs> Did you do this, David? Um, but anyway, the, um, when I went to middle school, I was surrounded by way more white people and I, I started getting like, Oh, can I touch your hair? Like that mm -hmm. type of, that type of stuff. And that was all new to me. And it was like weird being exotic, um, in a different way. So. I like I had like the Fisher Price baby version maybe of this experience where where it's like yeah, it's like just my experience in America at like a predominantly black school versus a predominantly white school. Um, did you? I know we've talked about this before, and I think I know the answer. Just for, for clarity, did you immediately catch that that was like microaggression behavior, or that you were being othered in a toxic way, or no? It's no. Like, the fetishization when you're a kid, being fetishized feels like positive attention because it's not negative. It was the same in my brain. The categorization was the same as the fact that I had a gap in my teeth. And I have, oh, a, uh, I have a scar in the back of my head uh, where hair doesn't grow from C-section complications. And I used to always have a buzz cut. Mm -hmm. And so those are the three things that people would always sort of physically point out about me. They're like, you have a hole in the back of your head. Or you have, I mean, or you have a bald spot or whatever it was that they were saying. And then also the, also you have a gap in your teeth. And like, these are just things that are obvious that kids yeah. are just like, you're, you're different than me. It's like um, a baby. It's a baby's brain. Literally. Yeah, right? it is, a, like it is like, a baby's brain. Yeah, Man has a haircut, but on the bottom of his face. Yeah. But then you get like a little bit older. And because you can articulate yourself and make full sentences at like age 14 or whatever, people <laughs> yeah. think you're a human. <laughs> you're right. not a human being yet. <laughs> like, not even close. You're just still saying, like, uh, man brown. Look, man brown. Man Rider brown. of the Da Vinci Crowd. The, the, the Da Vinci Crowd. The Da Vinci Crowd. Oh, dude, my, my brain is collapsing. Uh, yeah, I mean, we have parallel experiences with that for sure. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't know what it would be like to have that experience in not just a um not just being perceived as white in a 
predominantly black community, but specifically in an African. Because that's like, uh, in my case, in the UK, the like nobody really talks about or acknowledges the origin of like black people being in England. It's very muddy and very like uh, defocused. I guess it's just like uh, nothing's a point of conversation ever about the past. Anything not great, <laughs> uh, which is everything. But the I don't know. Like the, there's such a clear correlation between people focusing on race in America and the history of America. Mm-hmm. Right. We know what mm-hmm. it is. Any like discourse about African Americans is always, you know, when it's white people talking about African Americans, it's always the same topic, right? It's always in in relation to the thing that happened. Yeah. <laughs> and then a bunch of other shit. The dominoes and then I actually um you shouldn't get uh reparations because did you hear about these statistics I made up? Uh, redlining uh, we just tossed a coin 10,000 times and it always landed heads but then like in East Africa they don't say specifically where but in East Africa I have absolutely no idea what the perception is of white people and especially white immigrants Mm -hmm. because there are parts of the world that fucking love England that like Mm -hmm. love Anglo culture and their entire history is just having their villages burned by people from England. Yeah. Like it is just, there is just a th- thousands of years of England abusing a nation. And then through just like very effective propaganda and I don't know, um, Bridgerton and Downton Abbey, <laughs> yeah. they've been like, the perception is just like, oh my God, yes, yes, Britain, awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, Hawaii loves Britain. Interesting. And it's, it's, it's not, uh, as like the most apt example of that it's not there's not like as extensive an abuse of that culture a better example would probably be india actually mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. there is like a plenty of anglophiles in india despite you know <laughs> some not great behavior on the part yeah. of the british for uh, hundreds and hundreds of years uh, i don't know if they may be because they're clearly getting othered but they don't reference being othered in a hey you are white to us don't hang out with them. Right. Or if it's the equivalent of, hey, can I touch your hair? It's so, like, whatever. It's, like, not <laughs> like mine in a different yeah, way. Yeah, it's so, like, weird and stuff. Uh, but you know what the main question was? Is, like, does it matter? And the answer is no. <laughs> it, the fact that you're going through this matters. Yes. And, like, I'm sorry. And, um, yeah. But does... I mean, are you lesser for it or anything like that? Absolutely not. And no, absolutely yeah, not. As you reference, like this is a classic. It's it gets better the more you yeah, can distance yourself definitely. from baby brains, the less like people will uh, at least say it out loud. I want to apologize. I've been on my phone. I have a friend who's uh just plane just landed and they're um in town. Like they just got to L.A. and they're navigating to my place. So name was- address. <laughs> it's our race. It's our friend. It's our friend Nikhil. Oh, <laughs> race. <laughs> Indian, Indian, <laughs> prove it. He like, he loves the British. He, <laughs> Actually, and- you know the one person I have always had like r- very very fun conversations with Nikhil about me being British and, and being Indian. It is like a fun uh, opportunity fun. to get roasted for my culture. I, I enjoy. It. <laughs> um, let's knock out another one and then maybe another wrap up one. another one. I can read this one. 
Yeah. Oh, are you looking on the, 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 yeah. at the dock? PP2. PP2? PP2. Um, hello there. First, just wanted to say I adore your podcast. Okay. <laughs> Shut <laughs> You're the charming, hell up. witty, disarmingly <laughs> honest. I'm absolutely a fan. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So kind. I appreciate it. that. I'm writing to get your advice slash opinion on making some large purchases. Ooh. Ah, uh, I love those. I'm a webcam model slash porn actress, and I've been saving money for a down payment on a house. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Um, My parents said they would help me out with the down payment, but they also wanted me to have some extra money squirreled away for potential future expenses. It's always been a goal of mine to own my own home. Yeah. It's, in these times, that's incredible. However, okay, so now there's a turn. For a while now, I've also been really wanting to get breast implants and a couple other minor procedures done for work. I priced them out and the total cost of work plus recovery would be around 20K. Basically my part of the house down payment. I'm generally happy with my body, but I'm getting older and all my friends who have gotten new boobs all make significantly more money now than they mm. did before the work. It seems like a smart business decision and having a great rack would be kind of awesome. I feel like getting the house first seems like the most responsible thing to do, especially since I already got my parents on board. However, another camp friend of mine thinks that getting the surgeries first will make it easier to get the house, assuming I'll be making more money. If I pay for the surgeries cash, it also won't take my credit score when I apply for a mortgage. Do you think that oh, I should get- Oh, interesting. Yeah, that I don't fully understand, actually. Are they, I think they're saying if I pay for the surgeries in full instead of, you know, half down. I see, yeah, I guess it depends on the- the payment plans maybe is yeah. what I'm, maybe there's like an implied payment plan potential. Um, if I pay for the surgery's cash, it also won't take my credit score when I apply for a mortgage. Do you think I should get the house first to say fuck it and get some new titties? <laughs> Sincerely, <laughs> House of Honkers. I think it's House of Honkers, right? House or Honkers, yeah. House Welcome or Honkers. House of Honkers. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that Happy makes Halloween. way more sense. House of Honk. <laughs> honk Honk. Honk Honk. Uh, yeah. Oh, this is an interesting one. Uh, so, let me make sure that I'm... It's interesting. I, I was wondering when they first started talking about wanting the surgery, the first thing that popped in my head is like, that, I wonder how that would affect the business. I, I was like, this mm -hmm, is not mm -hmm. the same as just anybody getting it. Yeah. Um, okay, well, what I'll say up front with some confidence is, I don't know. Yeah, I will, <laughs> yeah. I will say that do not trust us with this decision. <laughs> However... Yeah. You know, it is a, you know, boiling this down to I'm making a work investment that has a personal element versus making a personal investment that has a work element, assuming it's your lodging, it's, you mm -hmm, know, yeah. you probably are, you know, if this person says they webcam model, so, you know, they're probably going to be working from home. So it's, there are two sides of the same thing. I think ultimately... Obviously, the decision is up to you. What would I do? Well, it sounds like you're already ready to get the house. And so that, I think that having a discussion maybe with your parents because they're involved in like the down payment and stuff, maybe they have some insights there. I, I don't know the, the relationship, but... For the... Uh, um Insights, not their decision, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early, their yeah. insights regard, yeah. But, hmm. You know, another, uh, here's something worth considering. 
how what does the timeline look like yeah of the other thing you know how how long are we talking between these two these In two things because which way around right yeah because is the gap shorter if, on either side well yeah because like one could say if the gap is long between like let's say you get um the house and then you get the boobs house you were house to honkers yeah if you get the house first then that does not necessarily affect your income Mm -hmm. um from what you're earning now according to what is said here in the uh in the message but if you get the boobs first it does like affect the income potentially one is to assume that like you know uh bigger boobs better person i think is what they say um no 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 Mm, yeah um Uh, i've read the studies yeah, 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 no, but if you get the boobs, maybe that you see, you see like a lift in earnings, um, which could speed up that timeline. But if the timeline is like six months to five months, or is it like six months to two months? Is it a year to five years? You know what I mean? Like, what are the time scales that we're looking at? And then maybe plot out like, yeah, each each side. Could I? Am I okay waiting six months for the boobs? Am I okay waiting six months for, for the house? Um, one boob now, one boob later. Yeah, and then financially, like, what does what are these mortgage payments going to look like? How hard is it? You yeah, know, it's they, like because parents are helping with the down payment, but they reference wanting extra money. So I don't know if that means that. I, I'm I'm not sure how it's portioned out. As in, if we do the down payment, I would have to spend all of my extra money to also do this. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much the extra money would be. We also don't know how much the down payment is. Uh, I, I, you know, it's funny actually because you and me have had a lot of conversations like this in the past um, about our own lives, kind of you know, expression to the other person: should I do this? Should I do that? And it's yeah, it it strikes me like a specific kind of conversation where we're trying to quantify something that's not all quanti- quantifiable, right? Mm-hmm. Because the one thing. She's she's given a pro con. She's given a um, and I think your, your advice is bang on. By the way, I don't have anything. I agree with all of that. One thing that you're that she's not. They actually I don't know about you. Um, that they are not expressing here in 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 the pro con is um, the emotional component or the emotional mm-hmm. fulfillment, and that includes emotional fulfillment of having that money squirreled away and having less anxiety. Yeah, um, absolutely. We just don't know. It's like, is the how, especially in this housing market, <laughs> it's it's really hard to say. Like, we're not financial advice, but emotionally, how is it going to make you feel to have your yeah. own spot that you own versus, and, and then all the other also expenses don't know where you're living right now? Yeah, true. And how, and and like how that place makes you feel. Yeah. So I think these are just things to consider. Like. Like, am I going to be significantly happier and more content in my own house that I own? Or um, am I going to, like, it sounds like you're comfortable in your body and maybe the new boobs are like fun and a smart business call it, it, as you've characterized it here. So maybe ask yourself, how much does that add to my like happiness or comfort? And and if the house is going to add a lot more to the ha- the happiness and the comfort, congrats by the way, that's a, a, an incredible position to be in. Um, then then maybe maybe prioritize 
maybe prioritize the house. Um, there's also the how sure, how sure are you that the investment, the business investment in the boob job is going to increase your bottom line in, in, ter in terms of work? You've got like friend... You've yeah, got friends how much who causation correlation. Did yeah, they do it yeah, then and their like, money went up or yeah, because I mean, it? like, and these are just questions that we don't have the answers to. But I'm like, are you doing different types of shoots that you can't do now? Is it like the same stuff but with bigger boobs? You know, like, is there? Um, <laughs> I'm like special conferences. Yeah, there's special conferences where you need a certain bus size. Um, there's also like if you're if you're I mean, are there creative ways to not fake it, but to more accentuate your current assets in the meantime, you know? I um, think your, your note about like, what's the amount of time between is really, like, yeah. pretty, pretty essential. Cause I, I would assume the amount of money for one is not the exact same amount as for the other, right? We, we know it's 20, 20K for the surgery, but yeah. I also don't know how that affects how soon would you be working afterwards straight away or hey there's a lot here um this feels like a weird thing to say for something that is related to money but it is more like advice that i have received and have given around like uh relationships or sometimes changing jobs or at least like giving feedback or saying something to a friend you your gut you do have a gut instinct there is one that you want to do more now like, mm. If you really sit back when you were writing this, there is one that you fifty-one percent want to do. There is no way that it's exactly half. So, flip a coin. Flip, flip a coin. <laughs> Say <laughs> heads, heads, boobs, uh, ta uh, tails, honkers. Then see the result of the coin, <laughs> and then see how you feel. I guess we did make the decision. Yeah, bo boobs are honkers. <laughs> house, oh yeah, heads house is house. Home. <laughs> Tail, heads is house. Tails is <laughs> is is apartment. No, uh, heads is house. Tails is honkers. And then <laughs> and then just see emotionally. It's like, and I'm fully gonna commit to the house. And then you go, ooh. I don't know how I yeah. feel about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, if while like literally the coin is flipping in the air, if there's even a little part of you that's like, yeah, honkers, honkers, honkers. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 an answer in your heart, and you can question it, and you can quantify it, and there's nothing wrong with doing that. And maybe that gap of time is is like reasonable enough. But if if you really really enthusiastically are like, I want to get the surgery, mean a lot to me. I'd find it really fulfilling, and it is a positive. I mean, whether or not it's a positive or anything, honestly, if it really would be fulfilling, and I won't get a ton of anxiety and fear about my living situation, go for it. If yeah. in reverse you think that is like, um, I don't even want to say like luxury because it's more like um, gender affirmation or uh, uh, presentation affirmation, et cetera, et cetera. It's if it's really, really something you want to do and you, you would find fulfilling for either, if mm -hmm. either one is something really fulfilling, then do the one that you feel would be the most fulfilling. And also, um, I don't know, it, it's cool that your parents are getting involved and presumably they would be willing to get involved later. Yeah. I, you know, if it's not time the, dependent. The other thing, and I think that this is addressed in your 
message, but I do want to say that like the opportunity cost of getting the boobs as well, like lost income for the recovery time. Like I think that's like total cost of work plus recovery. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, what about, you know, yeah. Does that include the wages that Did could, they could have been made? found a house? Like they know the place. Oh, that's a good point too. Cause that is a process in and of itself. And I've been saving for a down payment on a house, my money. I don't think they did say that. So it's possible. I mean, if they found the house and had like started the process, then obviously that probably wouldn't be a question about this. Right. But uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it basically sounds like they've been saving up to, to make this house payment. And then there, there is this other thing they're very passionate about. And they're deciding whether or not to use. Now that they've saved up and they got their surplus of funds, they're deciding whether or not to do the damn thing um, right yeah follow your gut follow your bust follow your butt uh, follow your butt <laughs> bust or butt bust or butt uh hey how often jarvis do you like wash a hoodie i have not what this patreon hoodie i've not washed since i lived in san francisco for sure oh oh you should wash it <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure because it's, it's always like the one the that's normal like normal amount usually I feel like the only stuff that I don't want, like if it's made of cotton or like a cotton blend, then I throw it in the wash, you know, zip it up, throw it in the wash. But sure. um, the I only may be stuff that gets weird. But like less than twice a year. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I, there are things though that I like wearing, like jackets and coats and stuff, where I, I am afraid of throwing it in the wash. Like I think it'll mm-hmm. just destroy it. And so I recently did myself a, did myself a solid and dry clean them Yo. which was i felt like i was living in the lap of luxury like that was it was pretty sick and pretty sweet and pretty nice that is like uh i think peak life when i finally figured it all out there'll be three signifiers that does not a family it's not friends it's not general lifestyle health well-being yawn the things that to me really mean success is one i got one of them fridges that that gives you water <laughs> You know what I mean? Nice. I got I got one at the new place. Fuck, let's go, dude. Yeah, yeah dude, you're gonna be drinking. I'll see you in five up. days. <laughs> Drink up, my guy. You'll know that my plane has landed because I'll have sprinted there. <laughs> he won't in sweat. leave the kitchen. He will not leave the kitchen. Two, I get my stuff picked up for dry dry healing and healing dry healing. <laughs> I don't go to the doctor. I get dry healed. <laughs> I get myself healed. <laughs> I get picked up for healing. <laughs> it's yeah. an ancient wisdom. <laughs> Uh, and then every uh, single day of my life, I get a massage. Like literally, just every single day. Every single day. Yeah. Shit. I, so That's I a somehow huge leap. build my <laughs> you life. You kind of are just that. like, all right, three things. Uh, I drink. I get to drink water. I'm allowed yeah, to course. do that. I, cl- I clean um, my clothes. <laughs> I clean my clothes. <laughs> and, and a human being comes to my home. <laughs> It gives me a head-to-toe massage every yeah. single day. I made the, I made the first two small, so the last one could be ridiculous. Right, right, I'm, right, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, It should balance out, okay? Some people want friends, yeah, no, family, and well-being. Them. You're on, dude. I want, yeah. uh, like, a free packet of chips every month. I want to own four different pairs of shoes with, with not too much dirt on them. And then I want, like, you know, yeah. to maybe own four or five companies that are, that are on the top 100. Is that too For much me, uh, mm, Yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, sure. I think so. But you know, ask away. All the um, I one of the things for me is I think I this is so silly, but I just want more socks. 
<laughs> yeah. I want more I want more fresh socks. I want more fresh t-shirts. I every time like I have a weird like in terms of black and white t-shirts which are like useful for outfits, you know, cuz they're so basic. Mm-hmm. Um I have like two of each that I like and then a bunch of ones that I don't like and I'm like, man, I really want to replace this whole this whole yeah. shindig. But I feel so wasteful doing that. Um but one day I do think I'll like replace my wardrobe or like I don't know. I don't know. I want to not wanna have any t-shirts I dislike. You yes. know what I mean? Or like yes. what I want to do is is walk into my closet and be like, I like all of these shirts and I don't I'm not saving one for a date or something. You know what yes. I mean? That's what like literally I have been in this cycle of wearing the same shit for like dates and for and I feel like a cartoon character. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I, why do I have like a date shirt? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, I need to diversify this wardrobe portfolio. Why know? am I being like, careful to not overwear this jacket I like? Well, I, I'll, I should just have five jackets I like. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. You know what I mean? It is, that is a privilege, but I want that. <laughs> I want that. that. That is a goal to have. Is to I'll have take that a bunch before of nice... my fridge water. Because there's so many things now that I open up my, it's like opening up the fridge and not saying any food you want to eat. I open up the drawer and I'm like, dude, all this shit sucks. And then I'm like, why do I own it? I bought (laughs) it. (laughs) I bought it. And then the other thing is like workout clothes. Yeah. I feel like I just work out in clothes that are loose enough. And also I don't like to wear for like normal fashion. And that's even a thing where I'm like doing this Goldilocks thing of like, well, is this a good shirt for working out? You know, is this one just right? I'm like, can I just, I should just have some workout clothes. I recently bought um, on Amazon, there's uh, Amazon basic, look, I, I gave money to Jeffy B, all right? I, I didn't, like, I'm, I, I, I'm confessing to a sin, okay, father? <laughs> Um, I, was, I was watching an original. I was ordering my groceries in pantry yeah. mode. Yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah, I was full Amazon out. I told Alexa to like tell me what the weather was. <laughs> give me a massage. And, <laughs> give me a massage. I told Alexa, my masseuse, also to come in and <laughs> give me a massage. The uh, I bought five pairs of Amazon Basics workout pants. Like, like that's a good idea. And. It's they're cheap. It's like they're like eight dollars or whatever. But having more than a couple or having ones that were consistent versus like I have these I I have a pair of basketball shorts that I have had for 15 years (laughs) like and I still wear them. But then I have another pair that I've had for that long and they're they've always been too big. You know what I mean? (laughs) But like. But like I put I, I like run right out the and then they're like the last thing in the drawer and I'm like, well, I got to wear these. And then I feel like I'm wearing like a weighted weighted pants because they're so <laughs> fucking big that they just keep trying to fall like gravity keeps trying to pull them off yeah. my body. So, yeah, I mean, celebrate yourself. You're allowed to have nice things. Buy a surplus um, of so I, I myself am a. Uh... Um, I, I at one point I just did the great purge. I killed every single sock and I uh, every single non-viable sock, and I replaced it with a cheap set of about forty pairs. That is insane. I am so jealous. It's very I... easy to do when you get uh, booted out of a country where your clothes and things are, and you have to move. I see. Uh, yeah, so the I ones see. that I had left when I packed up and put all that Mr. Stuff in the Bush. Storage unit, Hello, Mr. Bush. <laughs> Hello, sir. 
You can I kick got me rid out. of most of my socks and underwear when I left. First thing I do, land, go to Uniqlo, set myself up for, for the year or whatever. You know, I, I think I keep doing the first step of a refresh where I buy a couple of different things from different brands and I try to go, mm. ooh, what do I like? And then I'll like, I'll figure out something I like and then I wear that. I have so many, this is a confession, I have so many socks with holes in them. Mm. I have so many underwear with holes in them. Jarvis, just throw them away. <laughs> just, just throw them away. Why do you still have them? Like the other day, and I did throw this away. The other day I sat down, I realized my boxers had a hole in the ass. They were assless boxers. How did that even asshole. happen? How did that even happen? I don't know. Like old <laughs> Wild West underwear. Yeah, <laughs> that goes like they had like a flap in the back. <laughs> yeah, like a button to flap. Yeah. Where like, no, I, I like, like genuinely- You were panning for gold. <laughs> like, and they'll get holes in the weirdest places, like on the side of the leg. And I'm yeah. like, what happened? And it's like, <laughs> I, I walked by something that snagged it or something. And then I was like, this is fine. But then the, over the year, like the, they get bigger and bigger. And then I eventually have to throw it out. But <laughs> this is weird. This is a weird thing to admit on the podcast. The assless boxers that I had when I got off. <laughs> When I got home, I so imagine like boxers with a big hole in the butt. Sure. And, and I can't imagine anything else, mate. I'll tell you. <laughs> it's locked in there pretty hard right now. I literally, I literally grabbed, I like goat myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I grabbed the hole and I just ripped the boxers off by the hole in the That's butt. That's awesome. Because I was like, I like turn. I was like, you know, people will like rip off their white t-shirts or whatever, sure, yeah. reveal the Superman logo. Yeah, I you've just, seen the Avengers, right? When the Hulk rips off his underwear <laughs> by the butt, <laughs> Veer is he gets a massive erection and blasts off his underwear with his powers. Yeah, no, that was just such a, such a weird day. Those are gone now, of course, obviously. <laughs> yeah, because they flew do, into the distance from the force of it. I do think that I should be replacing things more often. But I don't want to be wasteful. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So there's so many things that I do want to donate. Uh, underwear. I don't know if I want to donate it's underwear. Annoying. That seems insane. <laughs> but 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 there's. Well, there's I mean, so hey, you're, you're a household name. <laughs> yeah. Show some people. Oh, oh. <laughs> Signed. Um, hey, if you do that, that's fine. Uh, not not for me. Not for me. But I do have friends who do that. So it's, it's like, you know. Hey, it's the way to only go. fans people. Yeah. They make a killing too. shit. But also that's like I wore. I mean, it could be older stuff, but it's like, I bought some stuff, I wore it, I did some stuff. And yeah, I think it's a more conscious it. effort, yeah, generally. Yeah, it's a more conscious, it's not it's like really these are the my soiled trousers. Yeah. yeah, my basketball shorts from 15 yeah. years ago. The, okay, so these basketball shorts look brand new, and they, I truly acquired them when I was like 15, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, they're probably pretty drippy too, right? If it's a They look nice, they're like very like short, short ones too. The only thing is they don't have pockets, and that's maybe the... If they had pockets, then they'd be my favorite pair, actually, still to this day. But uh, I don't know how often you're supposed to replace your underwear, because I actually do think I want to just, like, toss it all out and replace it. Is this an overshare? I don't know. I, I no. My underwear's clean. It's fine. But I do want to replace it. Well, it can't get you know, dirty. There's no ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a thong, is what yeah, I'm describing. it's essentially chaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's assless boxers. You really ought to try it. I uh, I completely understand. I think it's very 
very valuable. I, to be honest with you, I don't know if I would have made the change if not out of necessity. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, it was, yeah. Because it was either pack a big suitcase full of these uh, like ripped socks, or it was chuck up and find something more comfortable. I have a new-ish set of socks right now. I think they're just from like H and M because uh, I was depressed and I didn't want to wash my socks. I got a new pet. These are so comfortable. Like they just feel nice. They're just like really silky. Mm-hmm. I've washed them like three times and they're still super silky and comfortable. I've got I think four pairs of them, and they are. It would cost me like I don't know, fifteen to twenty dollars to replace my entire sock drawer with these ones that I like. Yeah. And get rid of the uh, the other ones are also just black. They're just exactly the same visually, right? And I don't like wearing them. They're like just not nearly yeah. as comfortable. And yeah, yet I put them in there every single time. And now I'm I'm feeling through my sock drawer and going like, do I need extra? Am I feeling low today? Do I need like extra comfort? Like I was feeling a little wobbly today, kind of tired, and I was like, I've earned this. I've earned like a very light amount of comfort on my little piggies. Yeah. By the way, talking about our feet, somebody's going to fucking love this episode. Yeah. Going, I, Don't bother I, with the video I, version. You're not getting anything extra. I can't believe that I will put on socks that have like a hole in the toe or something like that and, and just go about my day being yeah. annoyed. <laughs> I will like not enjoy the experience. Just sprinkling pebbles in your shoes before you put them yeah, on. Yeah, it's like, why am I okay with living like this? This is like a problem. Getting ready, brushing um, your teeth, and then putting sand in your shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird, and it is. It is just like if I could press a button and replace all of my basic T-shirts with fresh ones that I like, and replace all my socks with fresh ones that I like, and replace all my uh, boxers with fresh ones that I like, I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Why haven't I done that? Uh executive function plus guilt waiting for the button i'm waiting for the button to arrive find the damn button yeah uh, if i can find no. the button it's gonna happen i feel you well i mean i'm gonna have to do a uh a, a little bit of a, of a of a run through when i'm back over i fly in four days to jarvis mm. we're gonna hang we're gonna master mario kart uh, and I, I need yeah. to go through, I need to empty my goddamn storage box because it's cost me thousands of dollars over the course of a couple of years. And there's nothing <laughs> yeah, yeah, there yeah. I care about other than like a teddy bear and a photo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really, really, really. We, I remember like me and Nathan Stans went over there and like pulled out some like uh, bare necessities, so to speak. But yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I couldn't name 90% of the stuff that's in there because if I'd had more time after finding out about my visa, I would have. Yeah gotten i've half most of the stuff was packed up in my apartment because i was planning on giving most of it away anyway Mm because i had all this Mm -hmm. you know bullshit from my my old apartment that just didn't apply anymore furniture i couldn't use uh books i'd read you know stuff that really is doing you no no benefits especially yeah that previous apartment because it wasn't massive yeah and i uh it it was already boxed there wasn't time to unbox it until like i found out about the visa and then six days later i had to leave the country you know so i ended up just popping it in there when I when I do the uh, the forever purge, I do the purge uh, five whatever. We should just do it together. You can go through your stuff. We can uh, get one of those, like, in like a, a Batman movie where a group of thugs will be like huddled by a by a barrel that's like on fire. Oh yeah, are we talking about? Don't like, I know it? Have you heard or about like the in bat- Metal Gear Solid? <laughs> just yeah, like, I feel like we yeah, have barrel on fire. You're like yeah. eating it. And then we just burn all of the uh, assless chaps. 
<laughs> I'm sure I've got some massive chaps in one of those boxes somewhere. Who, My old who, underwear who has been through it. Who knows? Here's a question. Any underwear that's in those boxes, okay? Let's say I bought them the week before I put them in the storage unit. Mm-hmm. Wore them twice, washed them both times, and they've just been sitting clean in that storage unit. Those are now technically almost three years old. <laughs> Am I it's like culpable? a time capsule. <laughs> yeah. Culpable in what way? Like Am for I crimes? culpable for wearing the same pair of underwear for four years or whatever if I keep them now for a little while? Oh, no, you're not. Because they're like basically new. They've been frozen in amber. <laughs> yeah, it's like Captain America. Yeah. They're in a temperature controlled. Actually, I don't think it's temperature controlled, but they're in a storage <laughs> I, unit. I tell you what, based on the service they've given me, it is barely, probably, there's probably a wall missing. I remember sweating more than I have in my entire <laughs> life going into that storage unit and trying, like me and Stan, because we went there looking for your like computer or something like that yeah. to ship to you. And it's I like remember Alcatraz. like. I was like climbing <laughs> over things. I was like doing like push ups and pull ups and shit, like <laughs> trying to climb like a jungle gym, trying to yeah. get to like. Yeah, like it was, a CIA it was, black site. Yeah, like yeah that's what it, it felt like. <laughs> it felt like uh, it felt like when I left, I would have to avoid the eye line of security <laughs> guard yeah, to not suits. initiate a conflict. You know, <laughs> a bunch of people putting their finger to their ear and talking quietly to someone. Yeah, yeah. We should say. In whenever the next episode of Sad Boys is, unless we decide to get another one in where we have time, will probably be the first in-person episode of Sad Boys in five years? Four years? Oh, wow. Yeah, in a long time. Something like that? In a long time. Long. In a long time. Maybe we'll do a big old pen pal spectacular on that one. We can print them out and hold them like a scroll. Ooh. Okie doke. We end every episode of Sad Boys with a particular phrase. We love you. And we're sorry. Boom. Boom. Indeed. <laughs> Boom. Quite. <laughs> oh, quite. Boom. R.I.P. Listen. Gucci girl. Gucci girl. How you doing? How you moving, girl? Moving, girl. How's your day looking? That future girl. Future girl. Yeah, we on now. Take my money. Go away. Oh, you want it? Guys are rich for me.